0: welcome to the Reality Blows Podcast. My name is Nick Maritato.
1: I'm Ashley Rick Roberts.
0: This is a podcast all about reality television, hosted by me and Ash. (laughs) This particular podcast will be recapping the second episode of Champs First Stars Season 3. That's
1: right. It is an offshoot of the challenge on MTV, and we are liking it? Yeah, I guess. Uh,
0: I I liked... uh, Yeah, no, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I know that's not necessarily what this is about. About us liking it. We are here. uh, We are providing uh, service for you guys. Strictly recap. Strictly recapping it. But
1: opinions will be peppered throughout. Yeah,
0: that's usually how it goes. I guess we should just get right into it. Well,
1: before we get right into it. Okay, I guess we should have talked about this before. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say that um, it's interesting because Champs vs. Stars is airing at like 10 p.m. So we are not recording right afterwards. We're recording the morning um, after, Wednesday morning. And I think that watching reality television that late is giving me nightmares. What? Yeah, because I was dreaming about everybody.
0: Uh, everybody on the show?
1: Uh-huh. People were upset with me.
0: Oh, was it based on a bad recap? No, it wasn't oh.
1: based on a bad recap. It was like we were all working in a restaurant together, and they were trying to get me like voted off the restaurant.
0: Sounds like a good show. Actually, I think it was called The Restaurant.
1: Oh, really? It <laughs> was a
0: show. I can't remember if they just followed people around a restaurant or if there was a voting off system. But it definitely was on like ABC in like 2002 or something.
1: Well, we had uh, Natasha Van Blot on a while ago. A couple episodes ago. Episode, excellent. It's,
0: it's, it's Van Blot. That's what I said. You said Van Blot.
1: Whatever. It was an excellent episode. And she talked about how she was having nightmares uh, from reality television. One of the reasons she gave it up. Yeah. And I was like, that's never happened to me. But it did.
0: Would you consider this more of a stress dream than a nightmare? Yes, 100%. Yeah, because nobody was trying to cut your head off.
1: No, mm-mm-mm. it wasn't like an... Ang- I didn't wake up in a cold sweat, but I was. No. was. I was, I did wake up like at 6 a.m., at 7 a.m., at 8 a.m. being like, yeah. oh, God, why? Brooke Hogan, leave me alone. You should have just been like everybody else
0: in the world and gotten up at 6 a.m.
1: What? Who does that?
0: So, uh, Ashley, uh, this is the second episode of the season. We did watch it last night. We are ra- recapping it the morning after. So let's... Get into it.
1: So we start with a previously on, I'll just give you like four quick uh, sound bites so that you know, just to refresh your memory from the first episode, which is that the Champs and the Stars came out and the Miz said, there's going to be a twist.
0: There's going to be a twist. This
1: isn't the Champs versus Stars. This is going to be the blue team versus the red team. And Tony and CT uh, were picked to divide up the Stars and the Pros. And then we cut to a... uh, Stars and
0: the Champs
1: stars and the pros stars and the champs The champs, it's it's champs champs for
0: stars i wonder i hope they never do a pros versus stars yeah because uh those are always the weakest part of the show you got to keep some of those champs in. you gotta
1: keep the champs in so then a quick cut to casper at the nomination scene saying the champs are playing all y'all um then we see that arian foster went home we see that Kayla got into like a little back and forth with Salita and she, God forbid, used profanity. She cussed y'all. And then the last scene from that uh, previously on was Brooke Hogan pushing her head out of the doorway into the room, saying, "It's tacky and it's Jerry Springer."
0: Yeah, but she actually went like this: "It's tacky and it's." And she's specifically talking about cursing. Uh, she and it's Jerry springer like she there was a pause yeah she
1: was thinking about it yeah
0: she was just like and i wanted to know if she like with her crew they like kind of just call things jerry like as if it's like everybody knows that that means jerry springer but then she was like oh all these people probably don't know my slang term for calling things tacky when i say jerry i'm gonna clarify it with springer.
1: And she did. She did just that. She (laughs) clarified it. Now, this whole thing that this, like, blow up between Salida and Kayla last week was based upon the fact that Kayla used a curse word. And then we saw throughout this episode, Salida used curse words. Yeah. I was very confused by this because Salida was like, if you cuss, you're out. You're out. You're dead to me. I'm never talking to you again. And then Salida was straight up using cuss words.
0: Not only that, I mean, we'll get into it when it happens, but it's just occurring to me that she also, uh, like talked about how she doesn't talk behind people's backs. I, you know, I would probably say something about her, but I'm more classy than that. She said something like that, and then yeah. later down the line, I believe she insinuated that Cam, um, yeah, is used kind her of, sexuality. Yeah, and she was basically saying that she was, I guess, slutty. You I know, guess. I, I mean, you I know. don't
1: know. How do you spell hypocrite? Is it yeah. S E L I T A?
0: No, there's a Y in there.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so this episode opens with Salida and Brooke. Right after that altercation, they're talking about Kayla and Brooke is like, you got to keep your white light around you. You got to keep your white light around you, which is that some Christian stuff? And I was confused by that. that.
0: And that's what Brooke was saying to
1: Selita, like, be calm, keep your white light around yeah. you.
0: Uh, I I don't know. I, I, I don't know if Chris, I, I mean, isn't like to me, it kind of. First of all, a, a white person telling a black person that they have to keep their white light around them. I don't know why, especially Brooke <laughs> I Hogan. I didn't even think of that. Brooke Hogan, she her family, let's just say, isn't the greatest... Uh most PC people in the world. Oh, really? Do mean? they have like a... Well, Hulk Hogan got in trouble a couple months ago for... Uh, apparently, he had made some comments about African-American people. Oh, boy. Um, and the even the WWE has pushed his ass away at wow. this point. And they're not really talking about him anymore.
1: Their star.
0: They, they haven't... Well, their star... Fifty years ago, but still, the, you know, the guy when you when you think about professional wrestling, he is the guy, right? You know, so yeah, and th- that was on a long string of things that he, that uh, her father was doing. You know, with the um, there was the sex tape, the sex tape, he, which eventually crumbled uh, Gawker. Gawker, you know, yeah. and 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 and, and uh, nefarious people helping him do that. It, it's it's let's just say Hogan's not on a good run right now, yeah. and so Brooke to me. Can't shake. I can't. I can't shake the fact that she's Hogan. She's a Hogan. You know and what I mean. She
1: can't shake the fact, and no one else around her can shake it comes the fact. Up, it
0: comes up quite a bit. In a bit, it comes up. So, yeah,
1: numerous times throughout yeah. this episode. So that takes us to um, the blue team working out. They're all getting pumped, and this is really just an opportunity for us to get some um, like Hennessy character development because yeah. <laughs> her whole thing was like, I'm eating Slim Jims and drinking wine at the gym.
0: Yeah, and by it, the way, Hennessy's like character that she goes into, she's like, mm, "Oh, okay, great!" Mm, yeah, ah. is that the "say hello to my little friend" guy? Say hello to my little friend. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically what she's doing, right? Yeah. That is such a Bronx character guy that, yeah. that Bronx people sort of launch into in their funny mode. Right. Um, you know, I will I will watch uh, the kid Mero, who is Bronx, you know, from Desus and Mero. He does that voice a little bit. Cardi B, her sister, does that voice a little bit. And I've seen other Bronx people use that as their, like, funny mode character voice. Yeah. Why? Is it because of the, just like, how, how New York went through such a mafioso fetishism Um, in like the 90s, especially in like hip hop. You know, uh is that why that what do you su- First suspect? off, it sounds
1: funny. Okay. So it right. Does off the bat, it's it does sound funny it's a funny face funny. as well. A funny fa- face, funny sound. Yeah. Um it's a way of like expressing shock and like yeah. a very um, mm, Okay,
0: I'm reloaded. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, totally. Oh that's no, it's Scarface. That's what that is. Say hello to my little friend. Uh, right, Isn't that right. Scarface? Yeah, but when I said mafioso, I mean he was he was Cuban.
1: But he was still mafioso. Is that? I thought he ma- was still organized crime.
0: Organized crime. Yeah but he, it's it's specifically Scarface. Now I get it, because... There's such a, a rich history with hip-hop in the Bronx, and for some reason, hip-hop and Scarface got too intertwined uh, I for think a that while. all
1: <laughs> areas, though, have like a voice that they rely on. I feel like Southerners do that. Like, we have, what like Southerners? Our, we're like, how do you use this thing?
0: Hi, Maya. Yeah, but that's just what you guys sound like. No, it's like <laughs> she doesn't sound like Scarface normally. She's l- literally It's as if <laughs> like people in the in the South were to when they wanted to be funny, like jumped into like an Eeyore voice or something like that. You know what I mean? Or like, a... yeah,
1: I guess I'm just thinking they put on the accent more, but when they're trying to be funny. But, but this is that's a completely not... different case. This, this is a character. character. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, you know what? I will find that I enjoyed Hennessy throughout this episode, and then she started annoying me at the end I was like okay we don't need the show every single time
0: yeah well that's a nervous tick it's a nervous tick I don't know if Hennessy's really maybe it's either two things she's been you know and this is you know a little foreshadowing a little spoiler for later but we're gonna tell you in like nine minutes you know it's either when she feels like I don't know she's either never been ganged up on before or she always gets ganged up on you know what I mean because there was definitely like little kid defense mechanisms coming out there and where it was like you know an ADD kid where you're like trying to tell them what to do and then all of a sudden they're bouncing off the walls doing their character thing. They're throwing things around the room, but not in like an angry way, more of like a nervous way. A deflecting yeah, way. Yeah.
1: yeah, So um, that cuts to, so they're at the gym, uh, Hennessy's drinking, and then Louise Hazel says, um, how am I going to keep my stars safe? She says that in like an interview. How and am
0: I going to keep my stars safe?
1: That took me by surprise because from what I know and from what we all know from the first episode her and wes seemed to have an alliance and that alliance seemed to be brought upon wes bringing her in to the champs side yeah so louise all of a sudden saying that she wants to keep her stars safe i was like whoa 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 i thought wes had granted you you know champ um safety and yeah. you were going to come into the Champ.
0: champs wes also seems to do really well with the lady stars yeah every season the opposite team's ladies and now some of them on this team since they've mixed them up They all, like Wes can just, he's, it's always like some chicken wings on the table, a couple of beers in hand. They're at some restaurant near the studio and they're kind of talking shit and there's always like laughing going on. It's never like angry. He doesn't seem to piss these people off.
1: I assume Wes is a charmer.
0: I think he might be. I mean, if you look at his track record with uh, relationships, I mean, I'm not one to rate uh, people on their looks, but I mean, you have uh, uh, said to me that you don't think Wes is the most classically handsome-looking guy. On
1: paper, he is ugly. Uh, and
0: but you know the women, Johanna, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kellyanne. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, gorgeous and, women. Gorgeous women. Um, and and powerful women. Right? He seems to be able to draw into his uh, web of uh, sex.
1: Well, it's okay. Well, the, I'm
0: sh- sure they're having sex. It's
1: all about personality. It's all about personality. Because
0: I feel like Luisa. Right? is her name, of Louisa or Luisa, Louise, Louise. Louise. Uh, she,
1: um, Louise Hazel, an, Olympian.
0: A- another incredibly intelligent beautiful woman um, gorgeous and does seem to have like a little thing and this developed on the last show she was on yeah for wes yeah you know season one i mean and and wes picked her because he knows that she's super smart and an asset to the team But i think maybe they might have little crushes on one
1: another so that takes us to a scene with um cam and booby and Wes. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting at a table. And this is really just a ch- a chance for us to see the fireworks between Cam and Booby. They are smiling at each other. They're being kind of goofy. Cam is like straight up like, I'll take care of you if you take care of me. I won't say your name. We gotta have each other's backs. Um, Cam is making an alliance with Booby, who is a star. And I think it's a smart move. I think Cam has usually one guy who is like her main guy. Like we saw it last season with Leroy, that was her main guy. He he got, you know, he saved her from, I think the ring or maybe no, he didn't. But anyway, he had her back. So we're seeing this happen. We see this alliance get made in real time, and it seems like a legit alliance. Yeah,
0: and uh, I was kind of. I guess you read this when this was happening as an alliance being yeah. formed yeah it it they she threw me cam if she was just making game moves. I really felt as though she really just had a thing for booby, like yeah, and so I thought it was more like, well, since I find this guy really attractive, I like his vibe now yeah, let's let's make that an alliance thing. Do you think that it was more the flipped? Where it was like, okay, I think that I can maybe, I'm vibing with this guy. Maybe this is a way to get myself an alliance with this
1: guy. I didn't think of it as an alliance in terms of I'm only befriending this person for game moves. I thought of it as an alliance as like, he's cute. I want him around. I'm feeling okay. him. That's what I He's going to take care of okay. me. I'm going to take care of him. Okay. And then they all take a shot to celebrate and Wes chokes.
0: Yeah, Wes choked them the shot.
1: <laughs> um, that takes us to our first team challenge called Over the Edge. We're outside. Um, it's a shuffleboard type yeah, thing. It's like
0: human shuffleboard.
1: Yeah, and uh, Ms. he checks in with everybody. And then, you know, Ashley Mitchell says something like, well, Kayla's having a hard time. And uh, Miss is like, why? And she's like, I think it's basically Kayla versus some of the stars. And then Kayla's like, Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And Selena's like, I have nothing to say. Yeah. Um. So that's our drama. And then we get to see the shuffleboard thing happen. It happens in rounds. Um. It's pretty fun to watch because people are kind of slamming into each other, knocking each other
0: off. It was I. A-
1: it was I. A- it was a- I. And knocking each listen. other off into the water.
0: I want to see Drake Bell get thrown out of an airplane. So I you know, I'm not so into the carnival style games that happen on the Champs first stars franchise. I just don't like it. I don't like the toned down circus style nature of it.
1: Something I really enjoyed was that Shane and CT were paired. And so we saw just like little uh, baby boy Shane pushing giant uh, Big Daddy CT on this disc. Yeah, he
0: was doing a good job. He
1: was doing a good job, but it looked, it was humorous to watch. Then there was this whole thing with like whether or not Tony cheated. Did he put his hand down to stop his puck from going over the edge? I had to
0: go to an instant replay.
1: Instant replay. Tony was eliminated. Went over the edge.
0: Once again, Tony cheated.
1: Um, They really played that up. Is Tony going to cheat again? And it's like, okay, let's... Tony needs, I don't know, a new line. I'm done with this. Like, I'm done... I'm tired of all of Tony's character arcs. Well, I'll tell you what,
0: this was a Tony-free episode. Aside it from really this, was. aside from this moment, I mean, Tony was not in this thing,
1: ba- barely at right. all. I mean, yeah. Shane wasn't in this thing at all either. Yeah. CT barely in this thing.
0: CT's barely been in either episodes, which yeah. I, I feel like is going to be par for the course for the rest of the season, just because CT has a low profile.
1: Well, I think as things develop and people get eliminated, we'll be getting closer to our core folks. Hopefully, um, Tori and Drake. Are paired up and then Tori is like I'm so distracted by Drake Bell he's just there's an aura around his head I'm looking at this Drake guy like he is a dud he's ugly he's ugly <laughs> he's not bringing anything to the show yeah like he could not seem less interesting I yeah. mean he looks just he reminds me of a piece of burnt toast also
0: um Tori blamed her poor performance on being distracted that's what I just said I- I, uh, I'm i oh, going to oh. talk about it a little bit. Oh. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. All it's right, okay. Ash. She's okay. Louise. I just felt
1: like you were listening to me. No,
0: well, I'm listening, unfortunately.
1: Oh, my God. Um,
0: I have headphones strapped on my <laughs> head with your voice.
1: <laughs> I thought you were tuning me out.
0: She blamed it on uh, her performance on being paired up with him. Did you say that before? Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Basically, oh. but not.
1: you're saying it more clearly. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Well, now let me elaborate. Um, I feel like she was making an excuse... Uh, because of our poor performance. And I feel like Tori has had poor performances straight down the line. Yeah. Going even into vendettas. Yeah. Uh, losing to Cam so easily. I feel like Tori... Is not as good as we thought she was.
1: I agree 100%. And I think that Tori, I think the producers got really excited about Tori. They thought they had a new Cara Maria on their hands. And they started putting her on all these shows. They started putting her as a mercenary. And what she really needed was a full, another full challenge season. Yeah. You know, so she's not she she's like this. You know what she's like? She's like a stand up comedian that just started. She's been in there for like six months. Everybody likes them. And then they get a manager, an agent. They try to start shopping them around. And then when they actually are trying to audition for TV things, it's like obvious they don't have enough experience.
0: Yeah. They have that tight five that kills, but that and they can't they can't break it. They, they can't, can't break, break that. out of that. Can't break that.
1: Yeah. Tori's really disappointing these days. Um, Sadly. Well, who knows?
0: Maybe she'll bounce back
1: um so what happens oh then there was a fun thing where like Hennessy also cheated yeah and so you're supposed to knock yourself over into the water and she refused she jumped up and ran off and then you looked at me you said Miz did not like that
0: the Miz didn't like that the Miz was like okay I guess I'll kick your shuffleboard into the ocean but I'm (laughs) upset I can't kick you as well All all right
1: and then end of the game the red team won. Red team took it home. Red team won. That takes us right to the red team deliberation where they are trying to pick their MVP. Ashley Mitchell was like, I should be the MVP. I got. I got eight points I got two points that's basically 20 I basically won us the game yeah Um, we also know that Brooke wanted to be MVP but what happens in this red team deliberation is that uh, Salida and Little Mama who are part of the red team and also part of the Stars faction are not there they're taking showers they're doing something and the whole team votes with them not being there and they pick Ashley as their MVP
0: yeah the voting process on this show is odd it seems like anybody can strike up a vote at any time after the challenge. And if everybody's not there, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Because they're not necessarily... There's no... No one's saying, me here at this
1: time, we're going to vote.
0: But also, in the rules, you don't have to vote. Right. It's just you have to decide on who, yeah. which which is an interesting way to get drama out of these people. And I kind of like it, because it it allows the champs, and they've done it two times in a row now, two episodes in a row, to be hella sneaky.
1: And it's always going to go to the majority, and the champs so far are the majority. Um, so then Salita and Little Mama show up, and Little Mama was like, what? I was going to be MVP. And, um, that's when we see Salida and little mama talking afterwards in the same room. Like we weren't here. And Salida like, you know what? That's why you got to get MVP and put one of these bitches in.
0: Nice. Salida,
1: you said bitches.
0: Yeah. she okay? said Bitches.
1: Someone. I hope people are tweeting at her. Like you're a hypocrite. Why does that bother me so much? Nick? I don't know. You like uh, people who curse. I like Kayla and I don't, <laughs> I, I like Kayla and I don't like that. Um, I, I don't mind people coming after Kayla when she's done something that warrants it by mm-hmm, by any means. Mm-hmm. But this this soapbox that Salida has decided to stand on is, I find it to be ridiculous.
0: Well, it is interesting because we do... Okay, so we do leave vendettas, right? Mm-hmm. We move right in, as we've done this for three seasons in a row, move out of a challenge season into a champs versus star season. You know, you immediately... Want to you? You've developed a relationship, you know, throughout the seasons. Not only you're coming off the heels of a, a burgeoning relationship with the cast of the of the champs. You want to vote. You want the champs to be win. In my opinion, like you're like, oh, I'm, I like these people. That's why I love this franchise. Then all these like sealess celebrities roll in. Yeah, immediately they, in my mind, become the competition. Become the people that you root against. Right. But what's happening on this show is clearly the champs are the villains yeah you know what i mean like the underdogs the nicer human beings the less cutthroat beings are the stars
1: yeah they don't know what's up
0: so i'm you're caught in this thing where you're like ooh, yeah i want kayla i want kayla to beat out salita or i want uh you know brooke hogan's annoying me but then you're like i'm just being like a bully like the rest of these people yeah that's true. so it does put you in this interesting position to are you gonna ride or die with your folk Mm -hmm. Or are you going to – because even though this is mixed teams, a red and a blue, Mm -hmm. it's clear that it's still champs versus stars even within each team.
1: So great point. And that brings us right to – A cut to of some of the stars from the blue team deliberating and that's Louise, Booby and Casper. They are off talking about who they're going to put in as their least valuable player. Now what we know is that the winning team is the red team. They get to pick the MVP. The MVP gets to pick the LVP. So that's already taken care of with the red team. Now the blue team has to pick their LVP and they're like, who are we going to put in? And Louise is like, Listen, these champs are going to try and put in um, one of the stars. They're going to try and put in Hennessy. We have to protect ourselves. Right now, we're tied number wise on this team. It behooves us to um, tie up this nomination process to put it in gridlock and see what happens. You know, better us do that than just lose a star.
0: And right then and there, each and every single person that is a star on the blue team. Votes for Cam.
1: Wait, we haven't gotten there yet. Uh-oh. So then we get to nominations. So that was just like Louise, Booby, and Casper talking off in yeah. like a garden part of the hotel. Right. And then we get to nominations. We see that the red team does pick. Ashley as their MVP. Ashley has to pick the LVP, and she picks... Brooke Hogan. So whoever the blue team picks is going up against Brooke Hogan. That's when the Miz lets Ashley know that she has a power play. She can pick one player from the blue team to bench in the next challenge, but she doesn't have to pick them yet. She has to wait until this nomination is over and then she can pick depending on you know who the blue team puts up against Brooke Hogan. That's when um. Tori It all of a sudden the camera cuts to Tori and she is dressed up like Hulk Hogan and she runs up to Brooke like I believe in you I can do this she's wearing she's a big like, okay, mustache she's like okay brother
0: I'm a, you're gonna win brother you're gonna, it's really bad Hulk Hogan um, Brooke impression. could not have hated this more yeah it wasn't even like a, she didn't even give her like a courtesy laugh it was just kind of like, why are you doing this right mm-hmm. now? Like, mm-hmm. you look kind of odd. And and honestly, I feel like most people felt that way. Also, Tony had a Hogan mustache on. He just
1: took Tories and wore it for like a minute and yeah. then gave it back yeah, to it her.
0: Yeah, it was, Um, I don't really understand what was behind it, but it didn't end there. Like, uh, it was, she kind of, when, when they later on, when they're actually doing the elimination challenge, she's still donning the costume. What do you think was behind this?
1: Tori wants to be seen as a comedian. She's done this on the challenge. She'd put brown face on and pretended to be an Indian man on one of her seasons. Oh. she um, no
0: wonder why I like her so much. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I forgot about that. She it's really embarrassing. That's that's tough.
1: Yeah, you know the challenge has a fucking long racist history that doesn't seem to be over. Um, yeah, she's writing the book. I'm gonna write the book, but uh, yeah. So Tori just thinks that she's like a little character actress, which she, she I'm fine with her being, but. You know, no brown face, please, for the love of God. Why didn't MTV edit that out in the year 2017, 2016? Holy moly. Anyway, I didn't want to bring back up that sore subject. But um, yeah, Tori's getting Tori's just putting on characters. I think she wants to be on Mad TV or something. <laughs> um, so it comes down to the blue team and Louise is like, Listen, I speak for all the stars. We are going to vote Cam in. They take a vote. It's uh, Hennessy five, Cam four. The breaker will be Booby, and Booby picks. Cam, That's right. Wow.
0: Right? And he's like, yo, sorry. This is just like, I'm a star. I yeah. have to like do this. I have to I'm to do not going to lose this.
1: Yeah, I have to.
0: Um, Cam seems thrown.
1: Cam does th- seem thrown. And but, I feel bad for Cam. Yeah, but she...
0: honestly, what was Booby going to do? Pick Cam over yeah. there? Somebody who's just been making eyes at him for like half of a day. Yeah, they
1: fall in love. They get married. They have cute little kids. Why the fuck not, Booby? Why know. the fuck not? I think booby
0: has got a lot going on.
1: He screwed up everything. Um, so we learned that the deal breaker, so when, when they got tied up, I was like, this is so dumb for the blue team because of course in challenge, you know, law, it'll go to the red team to pick, you know, that's what I was assuming would happen. But that didn't happen. Instead, The Miz said um, the deal breaker is whoever won the last elimination. They get to decide. And whoever won the last elimination was Casper.
0: Casper, who's a star,
1: who's a star. You know, Casper and him knowing so quickly what the champs are doing. This all seems like a producer was like, hey, just so you know, they're all like they're still teaming up against you guys.
0: Well, first of all, the fact that the the vote it was it was a five five vote and that last vote came down to Booby. That means somebody knew their choices. It it just doesn't happen that way. It's
1: a little too set up, yeah,
0: especially with the Miz asking people who you know what I mean. It it was definitely set up unless it wasn't, but nobody in the room thought it was int- weird that it came down to booby.
1: I think it was set up, but I'm also saying like last episode, the first episode of the season, Casper knew what was going on. Like that to me is like a, a, a producer being like, hey, the champs might try and do this. They've done it before.
0: Uh, I'm, I mean, the, the amount of pre-interviews they do before they let you on television, you know, it's a lot. So I'm sure that they've informed some of the stars who may not be super fans of this franchise that, hey, it gets a little dirty in there.
1: Yeah. So it's official. It's going to be camp and Camp Cam and Brooke in the elimination, which takes us straight to the hotel where Cam is talking to Booby, and they're having like a heated discussion.
0: Yeah, Cam's hurt.
1: Cam's hurt, and the way that she's hurt makes me think like maybe they made out a little bit.
0: Ooh, yeah, maybe there was a little
1: kissing because wow. she seems genuinely upset. She seemed to have really liked Booby, and then
0: Booby's like, "Listen, I'm I'm sorry." She's like, "You're not sorry. You're totally fine. I'm looking at you right now. You're still in the game. Seems yeah. like you're doing great." Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even like a. It would be one thing if Cam was like pissed off, like throwing things around, or took like an anger. Uh, but yeah. it wasn't. It was like a thanks, dude. You really screwed me over, and now I feel bad. It yeah. was like the worst way that you could be told that you let somebody down.
1: Right. I liked you, and I was yeah. not going to say Thank your name. You.
0: And now, look, you're having a great time. Now I have to panic about possibly going home. Yeah, I know so. that we
1: had a thing. So that takes us to the elimination, which is called rock and roll and basically they're in a square um and there's a platform on wheels and they're they're put on either side of this platform and they're they're trying to push it into their area um, to get points. It's best two out of three and it really all seems to rely on lower body strength
0: now I have a question about this did, did they name the place in which which the eliminations happen like they normally do on the challenge? no. Like the last time, at what? Where were we at? The, the ring. R- the ring. Yeah. Um. But no, they didn't. Uh, it looks though. Doesn't this place look like they just like rented out a laser tag arena for it, this? I totally. Mean, <laughs> or
1: like just like a basketball court that they painted. They <laughs> yeah. put a tarp down. Yeah, I know. Uh, or hey, this place is a I mean, little warehouse.
0: Champs for Stars is super chintzy.
1: It's super low rent. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So we see this start to happen now leading up to it, we're like, okay, who do you think is going to win? Brooke? Uh, Nick thought Brooke was going to win.
0: She, she's bigger. Brooke's bigger. And she's Hulk Hogan's daughter. I mean, Hulk Hogan's fucking huge. Yeah. And uh, you know what I mean? So I, she's also, she's just bigger. I mean, this was a how can you move your weight around? Right. Um, and I know for a fact that Brooke Hogan must have done a little bit of wrestling with her dad, like yeah. hanging out and kind of, and, and really, when you're doing a lot of this, it's like, how can you how can you use your weight to your advantage? Can you, you know, hip toss people? Can you throw them using, like, your body weight, you know, so you're not just picking people up with your back? Yeah. And, and this, this whole, was a lower body uh, weight thing, right? If you have strong legs, you probably would have won this.
1: So, um, unfortunately, I, you know, not unfortunately, but I really wanted Cam to win. I want Cam to be there. And then... It didn't work out in her favor. Sadly, Brooke won. Brooke won. Um, there was a there was a, a, a rookie mistake Cam made where in the first round, she thought that she had gotten the platform totally over her side, and she let go, but its corner was still in the main part, and so she didn't get that point. And then after that, I think her confidence was sort of defeated, and she lost the next two to Brooke. Brooke won. Then the teams had a chance, the... Um, the blue team had a chance to vote whether or not they were going to keep Cam because you get to do that with one player at some point in the season. And once again, it came down to Booby. You know, he was the yeah. deciding factor. All the
0: champs said, yes, let's keep her. Every star except Booby said, no, we're not going to keep her. It comes down to Booby. And Booby says, no. Wow. Two denials. Two denials.
1: So Cam's going home, which is, you know, a bummer. I want more Cam. And uh, then it takes us directly to a scene in the restaurant where Wes and Louise are talking after the elimination. And Wes is like, "You played me. You played me." She's like, "I learned from the best. You taught me."
0: Yeah, this was like such sort of like a produced scene yeah. to like to to further storyline and 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 put a nice little button on the end of the episode.
1: Hey, it worked. I liked it. Oh, I, appreciated I did too. That because like button. when
0: she was like, when when Wes was like, "Boy, you played me." um and uh, uh Luis was like hey i learned from the best west it was just like cut over the west and west like just gave her an approving nod <laughs> like, yeah you did yeah west enjoying every yeah. second of it yeah.
1: and that was the second episode of season three of champs versus stars that
0: it was folks
1: what are you gonna give it
0: um i'm gonna give it Two boobies.
1: Wow, two boobies. <laughs> two boobies. I'm going to give it one Lolo and one Arian Foster. Because yeah, yeah. Oh. it was a win and a lose. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. I think Lolo lost as well. Didn't you? But
1: Lolo was a win for the franchise because <laughs> she was fun. And
0: we lost her. It's too bad. She yeah. should have been on the show. She, she was really in her own feelings, and that was good for the show.
1: Season one. She also rocked a cold sore for most of that season, yeah. which I really Much appreciated. Respect. Uh,
0: I, I want to say something that we actually didn't talk about. Um, and I think it's worth noting because we talked about it in the beginning. I thought the most interesting part about this was when they were starting to gang up on Hennessy at, at a point. Yeah. They had, they had all had a dinner before the, um, the vote to see who was going into elimination right and wes would go um hey i heard hennessy um uh is gonna um throw herself in
1: the blue team was all sitting around a table talking about who they wanted to put in and wes was like well hennessy volunteered and she's like i did not and he was like oh yeah he was joking but he was manipulating he was was gaslighting he was was gaslighting he
0: was gaslighting because like even though Hennessy was like, I, I don't want to go in, and everybody around her was like, oh, okay, well, we're still just going to do a normal vote. Hennessy started to think like, oh, because that was said to me, that means everybody is thinking this. Right. So now everybody on my team doesn't like me. Right. Well, really, it was all, all the all the champs on her team right. were going to vote her in. But all the stars, like, you know, this is when... This the stars is... were
1: like, calm down. We're not going to vote you in. She's like, no, you're all talking about me. You all want to vote me in.
0: This is when Louise starts going, uh-oh, like, she's one of the stars. I need her her for a vote i gotta yeah. get her back into this universe yeah and you and she was running off like uh screaming and yelling going into her scarface voice at, at a point there was just a shot from the camera and it was like way down the restaurant that they were and she right. was just twerking it like looked, yeah, three rooms twerking. away yeah <laughs> and it was uh it, i mean there was a few explosions minor explosions on this episode from hennessy That uh, is sort of the prelude to, I believe, what we're going to see next week, which is the Hennessy meltdown and that uh, piece in the trailer that we were seeing uh, to promote this show, which was uh, like her throwing something like throwing water on Devin or something like that.
1: Devin's on this show?
0: Yeah, Devin wasn't much wow. in, in this thing. Wow. I didn't thing, even
1: see him once. Yeah,
0: so there there there's going to be there she is going to be some sort of on an explosion. Devin,
1: and then she also looks in the camera and is like, "Get that fucking
0: camera away yeah, from this, me." Yeah, and this is all supposed to happen next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's going to happen in the last 30 seconds of next week's episode. Right. But, you know, I'm excited for it. Um, and I thought this episode was not as good as the, episode, the first episode just because I was just enamored In the first episode, by Tony and what he was doing. And there really wasn't any of that development in this episode. Uh, I wanted to see Tony and Shane go at it because Shane was um, taking some shots at Tony in his interviews and to other people talking about how he's power hungry. I want to see that develop. This was more about the stars. This was like, how are the stars going to band together and go against these champs? And I thought they did a good job. You know, it was a nice building episode, but I'm um, really looking forward to next week.
1: Yeah, me too. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at pod. Email us at RealityBlowsPodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B Roberts.
0: I'm on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato. That is my handle. And you can email
1: us. I just said that. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Bye.